Simon, you were just mentioning to me off air about uh, Roundup. Now, this has been one of the things that you've been campaigning against because of its. Uh, you're a beekeeper and you're concerned about uh, chemicals being unleashed into the environment and uh, you know poisoning the planet. What's the latest on Roundup? Because it is that there's kind of a. It's being reduced in in its availability around the world, isn't it? It's funny how America sort of uses the most of these products, but they're they're. they're quickest to wind them up as well because of litigation and that's what basically has happened in America. They've, Bayer have come out that, and said they're going to stop selling Roundup for residential use in 2023. What they're, they're saying though is this is totally due to the litigation that's come up. They've mm. already paid out $2 billion. Have they or, really? Yeah. Wow. And that's just growing. And so with litigation happening i know it's happening in australia it's happening in other countries Mm. you would expect that particularly for residential use they're going to wind it up and then what does that mean for farmers and for that monoculture farming a lot of people don't realize that that what monsanto or what bayer do is they make these seeds that are stronger than the or, or can outlast the weed killer. So basically they plant the, the wheat crop and then spray it with the Roundup and all the weeds die, but the, the wheat crop still grows. Mm-hmm. So this glyphosate, you're going to find it in, in a lot of the wheat products. It you eat. up in people's food. Beer, food. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, because I've been looking at it a long time, it's winding up in even organic wines and organic honey now. Right. And so... Um, yeah, it's, you know, a step, I guess, in the right direction. Mm. And I think, hopefully, I know it had a massive reach in my audience when I released that story um, during the week. And, and that might mean uh, a lot less people use it, we hope. Yeah, there must be plenty of it sitting around in, in uh, bottles in people's garden sheds and, and, and the like, because uh, it has been around for a long time. And there was that pretty big fine paid to a, it was to the family of a groundskeeper, I think, in the US who uh, who died. You know, a pretty awful death that that flowed from that. Uh, I think a cancer. It was carcinogenic. Yeah, wasn't yeah, it? yeah. And, um, Hodgkin's lymphoma. Right. Yeah. And and he got a, a you know in the hundreds of millions of dollars in in compensation. His family did. Unfortunately, it was too late for him. Um, so so that's you know one one example of where. Uh, you know, someone who'd, who'd been exposed to that through his work was was compensated, or family was compensated. What other alternatives are there to using that product now? Um, the common one is Slasher, um, and that's an organic product, and you can get it at Bunnings. Um, it's it smells like vinegar when you use it. Um, I did speak to the maker of the product um, or the company making it, and he was explaining we don't want to actually say it's friendly to insects because if you spray it on an insect it would probably you know hurt the insect but mm. it, it it um hasn't got that residual that um that glyphosate does we spray it into the soil of say a wheat crop and then it's it's actually protecting multiple crops from the one spray yeah out of things yeah so or it just hangs around mm. yeah mm. and and gets absorbed by um by the plants itself and and then then into your own system yep and is it it's it's been banned uh, in certain outlets in australia as well hasn't it oh confidor was another one oh, we yeah, used to confidor, talk about yeah, the yeah. neonicotinoid that's, that's been taken off the shelves yeah mm. so that campaign went really well but 
people because they are both effective products so some people sort them out and mm. i know on um you know there's you can get them online direct right. i've seen some gardeners using it right and yeah i try to explain to them you know and what what's the alternative to confidor if you're trying to find a similar product to yeah it like it depends on your problems like but one thing like an aphids could be a problem like people don't realize like the confidor the plant will actually become the insecticide um, right. because it absorbs it mm. and um and so soapy water is a good thing you can use for aphids right um some people make chili sprays but mm. if for, for addition a different issue mm. there's different ways of dealing with them well that's good so banned in the u.s and as you said, even though the countries that where these where the big the big businesses that own them and manufacture them are located, they're, they're, you know it's kind of refreshing. It's it almost sounds like an unusual story to, that, that that's actually happening. They're the first to get rid of it on a big scale. Well, one of the biggest lawyers involved in that court case was Robert Kennedy Jr. and um, I, you know, knew he was a big part of that Roundup um, case, the original one. And then I was watching him and he, he was critical of the rollout of the vaccines. And he's since got, with, with his 270,000 people following his um, social media, mm. he's been deplatformed. And so when they're taking out people like that, you know, it makes me, you know, pretty concerned because science seems like it's one in the end here. Mm. Um, but um, I, I think we need sort of free debate to allow you know these issues to come out like like this roundup issue mm. you know the, the main amount of hate mail i've got over the years for campaigning against that weed killer is incredible from what kind of groups who who's i think who would people, be motivated? um i think it's the far well you know they call themselves farmers but if they're dousing their crops with chemicals i call them more chemists than farmers but with broadacre farming, mm. it's a key component for them to be able to do it without employing a lot of staff, I suppose. Mm. So it's got a it's got a economic impact as well. Indeed, mm. Simon Mulvaney um, of Save the Bees Australia. You can check out his uh, Instagram and uh, Facebook. What are the handles for those? Um, we're at Save the Bees Australia, uh, and um, but the website's bethecure dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you go to bethecure dot com, you can you know click on the social media and and get on the website. Okay, cool. Well, we've we've interviewed Simon over the years on various things, on truth in advertising about Australian honey and blemishes and, and, and problems with imports being mixed into stuff uh, that's that's sold as Australian. So uh, there's plenty of interviews on my program website, which is beyondinfinity.com.au. You can just do a search for Simon Mulvaney or, or um, bees and uh, you'll find various interviews that we've done with him over the years if you want to you know check out other stuff. And then you also got uh, Simon's own website, which is bethecure.com. You're listening to Beyond Infinity. Beyond Infinity. Thanks for listening. Remember to visit our program website, beyondinfinity.com.au, where you'll find our complete back catalogue of over 600 podcasts. That's beyondinfinity.com.au.